thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for taking the time, and it will be time well spent because any time around the Word, you're going to be blessed by it. And so we, uh, we thank you for joining us. Listen, we're believing God with you for miracles. Yes. We're believing God with you for answers yes. and healing for your body and uh, increase for your life. Yes. Amen. And uh, we invite you, get your Bible and get something to take notes with because you don't want to miss writing down what God yeah, says yeah, to you. Right. And I've learned this. When God says something, it's so fresh and alive and you think, I won't forget no. that. Until next week, yeah. <laughs> right? And so you, you don't intend to forget. So write it down because it matters to us what God says to us. And release your faith. Join your faith with the word that you hear today. Amen. We've been talking about faith that it's part of the foundation of our spiritual life. And it's so critical that we, um, that we make sure that our faith is not hindered uh-huh. by, uh, well, there's so many things that, that try to affect our faith negatively. Yeah. What about yeah. wrong thinking? Mm-hmm. Yes. What about uh, unforgiveness or right. worry, yes. fear, yes. all of these things that are enemies to our faith? And so we're just, we're addressing really what strong Bible faith, yes. how it acts, what it says, what it does. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Faith comes by hearing. Now know this, faith comes by hearing, but it's not released by hearing. So we have to know that we not only have to uh, feed our faith, but we have to release our faith. Amen. So we've been looking at Jude. There's only one chapter in Jude. So Jude in verse three, uh, we're reading, it says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you, listen to this, and exhort you, remind you of something, bring something to the forefront, exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith Mm -hmm. which was once delivered unto the saints. So how important it is that we have to earnestly contend. God has given to every one of his children the measure of faith a measure of his own faith. Now we need to be good stewards of that faith. Feed that faith. Strengthen that faith. Become skillful with that faith. Jesus talked about little faith. He talked about great faith. He even, uh, James talks about dead faith. Dead faith, 
Well, it doesn't mean it's not there. It means it has no movement. When something is dead, there's no movement with it. We don't want that kind of faith. And then Jesus said to Peter, he said, Peter, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, and this is what he prayed, that your faith won't fail. So we shouldn't have a failing faith. Amen. Amen. Our faith... Uh, if we will, if we will pay attention to our faith, earnestly contend for the faith, we'll have a faith that won't fail. Amen. 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 And we have to know this. Every time we release our faith, power always begins flowing regarding meeting that need that we release our faith about. Always. And you need to say that every time I release my faith, power always flows, always flows always flows. Why? The power of God meets faith. Amen. So here Jude said, earnestly contend for the faith. We don't want to just try to float into a faith that is strong. You won't float into it. You take purposeful steps and you contend against opposition. You're not contending with God but you're contending against something that is, that is formed to hold your faith back. Listen, the devil wants to get your faith. He wants to hinder you in your faith life because it's with our faith that we conduct business with God. We conduct business with heaven. And so the devil is always after our faith. So we have to make sure we're in our faith and strong in our faith. Romans chapter four, we've been looking at it uh, because the word tells us Abraham is, uh, he's our father, right? the father of faith. So if we look at how his faith operated, we'll see what our faith can accomplish. So Romans chapter four, verse 17, God is speaking about Abraham and he says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead or unable to produce a child. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet did he consider the, the deadness of Sarah's womb, that she was unable to produce a child. And it says that Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able. He was able also to perform. Our faith allows him and invites him to do what he's able to do. We don't have to do the performing. He does the work. He's the one that brings it to pass. But it's our faith that invites him to perform his word in our life. Amen. 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 I want to go back up to this phrase. And before I, before I say this, I want to, I want to encourage you go back and watch previous episodes. We have said so much about contending for the faith, um, the last week. And so there's, I don't know about seven or eight broadcasts that we've done now on this topic. If you've missed any of it, go back and watch it because they all feed into one another. But here I want us to look at what it says about uh, that Abraham was like God in something. In particular here it says, he called those things which be not as though they were. 
He called something that wasn't there to be there. He called those things that be not. And I'm talking about in this realm. It wasn't evident in this realm and he kept calling until it became manifested in this realm. Faith has a call to it. Now I said at the top of the broadcast, I said this, faith comes by hearing, but faith does not operate by hearing. That's right. Faith is released or goes into operation as we speak and as we act on what God says. So notice here, now we know what kind of speaking faith does. It calls. It calls those things which be not in this realm as though they are in this realm because God has already prepared and completed them in his realm. So through calling and through that channel of faith, that pipeline of faith, Uh when we call what God has completed and prepared for us, it is transferred from his realm to our realm Mm -hmm. at our call. At our call. The more we call it, the more it comes. The less we call it, the less Mm -hmm. it will flow. You say, well, do you have scripture for that? Well, we can look at Mark 11, 23. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. And we can be correct in saying he shall have whatsoever he calleth. He calling it from that realm to this realm. Amen. Amen. When you're saying something, you're calling for something. So Abraham moved from being childless Mm -hmm. to being the father of a multitude by one action of calling. Calling. God could not do Abraham's calling for him. We don't want to leave our calling to others because no one can release our faith on our behalf. Now they can join their faith to our faith, but we're not dismissed from releasing our faith. So faith has a call to it. I love something that my husband used to say. He said, don't waste your time not saying. We could say it this way and still be saying the same thing. Don't waste your time not calling. Because what we call is what he is to us. Now, we call him our healer, then he's our healer to us. We call him savior, he's our savior. No one got saved until they called him savior. In whatever terminology, even if they didn't use that exact word or to know I mean, I love something, Sister Gloria Copeland, when she said to, she said to God, her salvation experience was these words, take my life and do something with it. Mm-hmm. No, she didn't use the word Savior, but she's calling. Yes. You see, she called. And I, God has done much <laughs> when she made that call. And she stuck with what she called. She didn't change her choice in that. So Jesus can only be to us what we call him. God can only be in our life what we call him to be. Um, Many times some of us have grown up in churches where we never heard Jesus referred to as healer. We never called on him to heal anyone. You have to be taught. You have to be taught to know what he will perform. 
in, in our lives. But he can't be and he can't perform those things and be those things to us till we invite him. Yes. Because he will not force his self, himself upon us. Yeah. That's why he waits for our call. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Amen. Haven't you ever been uh, doing some kind of business with somebody and they'll say, okay, call me next week. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for your call. When, when you call, we'll put this into motion, you see. Well, we do that with people all the time. We don't think it's odd right. to call. And when they call, uh, they'll, they'll mail us something that we've asked them for, you see. Right. We, they know we're waiting. I mean... As much as I like ordering online, yeah. why do I like ordering online? I like things. And I like getting something delivered to my house yes. every day. It feels like Christmas every day, right? I've never had anything mailed to my house. Now, people have sent me gifts mailed, but I'm talking about until I initiated it, no company sent me anything. Because they don't just randomly send you uh-huh. things yeah. thinking, well, they might want that or because they call that waste. They're not going to wait until they wait until someone wants it. Yeah. Right. That's right. Well, even so, um, what belongs to us, what has been provided for us is waiting to hear from us. Yes. Yes. We call right. it. Yes. We call it when we call it. That our call of faith is what invites, invites God to cause it to flow from his realm yes. to our realm. Amen. So faith has a call. Yes. I said faith yes. has a call. And that's what Abraham did. He called himself the father of many nations while he was childless. Yeah. Now notice that. Uh, if we call something negative, when God doesn't want something negative for us, we get something negative because we get what we call, but God doesn't send the th- what's negative. When we call negative, the devil is the one who, who operates and fulfills negative calls. So who we, what we're saying depend, shows who we're calling. What we call shows who we call. Um, for example, if you call yourself, I'm sick, I've been sick for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, then you're calling the one who makes people sick yeah. onto the scene. Yeah. That's right. You're calling yes. that flow yeah. into your life. Oh, I mean, the pain's getting, it's, wor- it's mm-hmm. bad and it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. It's bad and it's getting worse. Yeah. Well, what you're calling right. is what comes yeah. because this is a spiritual truth right. and yeah. it works yeah. for God's realm, but it also works yep. for the devil's yeah. realm. Right. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, if we call wrong things, we fill our lives with wrong things. Yeah. Yeah. God doesn't do it. Anything that's wrong, negative, steals, kills, or destroys, God doesn't have any part of. But it does invite the wrong flow when we speak wrong. It does matter what you say. It does matter what you say. And you say, well, I didn't really believe it. I just said it, but I don't really believe it. If you say it long enough, you'll deceive your heart into believing the wrong thing. Amen. Find out what God says about your situation and call that. 
call that. Yes. What, what we're saying, what God says about our situation and not what circumstances say about our yes. situation. If you talk circumstances, you call more of those circumstances yes. to right. develop and to grow. Mm-hmm. But we call what God wants. Uh, be aware of what circumstances may be saying because you'll have to take a stand against circumstances. Sure. Be aware, but don't call yeah. the wrong circumstances. Yes. Change your circumstances by calling the right thing. You call yourself sick, you get sicker. You call yourself broke, you get into more lack. Now, if you talk about the lack of money, it will keep it from coming in. If you sit at the dinner table and say, well, we're behind, we've been behind now two months, I don't know how, I don't know what to do. You talk in those terms, you will keep the money from coming in. You can sow a seed, but every time you talk wrong, you're digging it up and it can't produce and it can't produce. So the great truth is what you call is what will come good or bad, right or wrong. Your life is filled with what you're calling. We can look at our lives and know what we're calling. Sometimes we have learned, if we've been schooled at all in any of the faith truths, sometimes we can call the right things because we've learned what faith lingo says. But then in our heart, we entertain different thoughts. We entertain a different way of thinking. So true, yeah. The Bible says, uh, over in James says, a double-minded man will not receive anything of the Lord if he's double-minded. Double-minded could be this, involves this, saying one thing to others, but saying something different to yourself. Even though it might not be heard by others what you're saying to yourself, when you say something to yourself, you're still calling. Yeah, that's right. That is right. You're still saying something. Uh So sometimes we've learned, oh, I'm talking to my pastor. So uh, yeah, by by his stripes, I'm healed. Mm -hmm. But then in bed at night, you think this is just getting worse and worse. I don't know what to do. See, you're saying something different to yourself than you're saying out here. And that's double-minded. And a double-minded man can't receive from the Lord what he has for him. Amen. 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 But if you'll call yourself healed yeah. when you don't feel healed, yeah. when it seems like symptoms are escalating, right. call yourself healed. Yeah. And you say, Pastor Nancy, yes. it doesn't seem real to me when I do that. Keep doing it. Yes. Keep yes. doing yes. it. Yes. Keep doing it. Amen. Because you know this, when somebody has said something about to you, let's say growing up, somebody said something mm-hmm. to you that injured you in Mm -hmm. some way. Self-image, how you looked at yourself, how you saw yourself. Maybe them saying it once might not have done a great deal against you. Mm -hmm. But if they kept saying it to you and you heard it all the time, 
Now mm -hmm. see, uh, that's why what the word is for. Undo all that mess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long are we going to live with that before we deal with that, yeah. with the word? Because what we call ourselves matters more than what somebody else calls us. That's right. How do you undo what somebody else said? You say what the word says about you. Amen. God gives us right words. I don't care who offered us wrong words. God always gives us right words and his words will always undo wrong words. But if you call yourself, oh, I'm just, you know, I just, I just, I mess up all the time. Oh, I, if somebody's going to mess up, you know, I, you know, all those kinds of things, uh, you, you, you weaken your own foundation. Good. Because Amen. you're calling yes. something against your life instead of for your life. Amen. Then some people, you know, they read the word and the way they read it, they use everything of the word against them. It's like they find everything negative in the word and they accuse themselves. See, I'm not this and I'm not that. I've learned Find what's positive. And everything that the word says is mine. It's for me. It's for me. I'm not against myself. I'm for myself. That's right. It's, it's Satan's accuser, the brethren. Get off that accusation side. Stop calling as the devil has called some things. Um, I'm reminded of this. Um, well, I better not go that way because we're going to go into a whole other lesson <laughs> if we do that. But the enemy will suggest thoughts to you. Even when kids are young, he'll suggest thoughts to them. And many times their lives are played out based on them accepting those thoughts. Sometimes as children, they didn't know not to accept it, but it becomes a governing force over their whole life. You're a bad boy. You've always been a bad boy. And they may hear those thoughts spoken, whether the devil suggested or somebody else says it to them, and then they'll end up playing that out. I don't care what someone has said about your life. It's what God says about it. It's what God says. Take the word and find everything in the word for yourself, not against yourself. God doesn't write things because he's against you. He doesn't say things because he's not against us. He's not against us. Can I tell you this? God's not mad at anybody. Amen. He's for us. He, and he gives us his yes, words yes. to build in us yes. so that we won't side in with the accuser. It's the accuser of the brethren that's against us, not God. Yeah. Amen. 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 So call yourself healed. Yes. Call yourself, uh, I call myself blessed. I call yes. myself yes. prosperous. Yes. Call yourself yes. what God calls about you. Yes. Because they, they, those things won't move into your life till you call them. Yes. Even though they belong to you. Right. Not till you call them. It's yeah. called cash in on it. Uh -huh. yes. Cash in on what belongs to you. By calling, you cash in on what God has made yours. Now, as I was saying earlier, um, people many times sit in a church and they never heard of Jesus as a healer. They never heard that... Uh, that he, he was made poor so that, that they may, might be made rich. And I'm talking about financially. I'm not just talking about spiritually. They've never heard that. So they never called themselves prosperous. Uh, just because you've never heard it doesn't mean it's not true. Come on. Yes. Come on. 
what the Word says is true, not true. necessarily the way we were raised. Yeah. And we can look at churches where we didn't hear some of these mm -hmm. things. Jesus is the provider, but until we call Him provider, He can't be provider. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. In churches where there was no healing operating, it's because no one called Him healer there. Right. He will heal there when people call Him healer yes. there. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Um, in my home, healing power flows. You want to know why? Because I call him healer. Yeah. In my home. What if nobody else you know calls him that in their home? Not your problem. What do you call him in your home? In your business. He's my provider. He is my divine business partner. And, and the wisdom that this company operates off of is his wisdom. Amen. What you call is what he can be to you. Yeah, what we don't call him, even if something belongs to us, until we call it, we can't enjoy it. Faith calls those things. Faith calls. And if I could encourage you in anything, begin to call. It's so easy to call. It is so easy to call. Not, not calling it as symptoms say it as circumstances say it, but call it as God says it. In the, face of, in the face of symptoms, in the face of pain, I call myself healed. Now, and, and when you do that, the devil will, all these thoughts of reasonings will come. That doesn't make sense. Forget that. Talk over all of those thoughts. Talk over them. You go, I don't know what you mean by talk over. Sure you do. If you've had a kid... <laughs> and been around kids, you know what it means to talk over. You're telling them something and they start talking over you. Well, and you know, if they don't be quiet, they're going to miss the instruction I'm giving them, right? So you say, quit talking over me. Well, the devil's not worth listening to, so talk over him. The reason many times people are so troubled in their thought life is they have not been talking over the devil. They let him talk unchallenged and they just sit and listen and become his audience. He finds no audience in my home. Amen. He finds no audience with me. When he starts talking, I got something to say. Yes. And I'm not waiting till he's done. Yeah. I'm going to talk over him. Amen. Why? So that what he says is not heard. Right. Yes. Right. Amen. 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 That's what your calling life is. Call yourself yes. healed. And when the word and when symptoms in your body says, this doesn't make sense, I don't know why. Talk over that. Amen. Talk over it. Yes. How what how do you talk over it? Just keep calling yourself yes. healed. Yes. By his stripes I'm healed. He sent his word and healed me. Yes. And I receive that word. I receive it. Amen. So right now I send the healing word to you. The word tells us he sent his word so we can send the word to you. Amen. These words that have, that carry the power of God sent and spoken by faith. So I speak for your body to be healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I speak to pain, symptoms, sickness, and disease to leave your body in Jesus name. I speak for the finances that you need to come in Jesus' name. I speak for the wisdom that you need to be given in Jesus' name. I speak for the peace that your home needs, that your marriage needs, that your family needs. I say that peace dominates your home in Jesus' name. Amen. And right where you're at, all you have to do is say, I receive it. You start calling it. 
You say, I call myself healed. I call my mind peaceful. What about that one? I call my mind peaceful. I call my home peaceful. I call my business prosperous. Amen. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. We're going to keep having a good time together. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.